What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we do have some updates to get into. You know, the offseason has started off pretty, pretty uh, eventfully. I don't know if that's that's a right way to say it, but there have been some developments coming off the market right away. So the Dodgers have non-tendered Cody Bellinger. This is a big move because Bellinger was entering his final year of arbitration, and they they had projected, or at least you know, a lot of media outlets had projected Bellinger would earn a salary of around eighteen point one million dollars if he were to go to arbitration. And the Dodgers said, no, we're not going to pay that because he just hasn't been very good the past few years. So Bellinger's going to be a free agent. He's going to be a free agent. Now he's going to be free to sign with any team. It's not really a surprising move at this point. But honestly, nobody would have foreseen this when Bellinger was collecting his MVP trophy three years ago. He has fallen off significantly since that point. It's It's been a huge drop-off. One of the, one of the biggest drop-offs we've seen in, in baseball history quite frankly for an MVP to where he is now it's it's hard to fathom that this guy was uh the talk of town just three seasons ago but you know he still has a chance to turn things around he's 27 years old he's in his prime and he has a chance to turn things around but he was 24 when he won MVP seemed like a budding superstar it just hasn't played out that way injuries definitely have have uh you know bugged him and um I think this is a bigger sign of things, though, because Aaron Judge is on the market and the Dodgers are rumored to be interested in Aaron Judge. L.A. has cleared roughly $100 million from its books since the end of the season, and that potentially opens the door for a major free agent splurge. Don't be surprised if the Dodgers sign Aaron Judge because they have shown us that they're willing to open up the purse for elite free agents. They've done it time and time again over the past few years. They did it for Mookie Betts. They did it for Trevor Bauer. They could do the same thing for Aaron Judge. Meanwhile, Yankees general manager Brian Cashman did confirm that the Yankees have made an updated offer to Aaron Judge. But but don't get it twisted. Aaron Judge is not going to take a hometown discount. He's going to go to the highest bidder. That's why he rejected the Yankees offer back at the end of spring training, that's why he's going to be on the free agent market, you know, coming at the best time, winning an MVP. He's going to go to the highest bidder. So the Dodgers are in. Obviously, the Yankees are in. The Giants are also lingering in the background. Um, I mean, Farhan Zaidi made it clear that the Giants have spending power to be a major free agent force. So that's, uh, you know, a team that's near where Judge grew up. He's a Bay Area native. So we'll see. But big news coming out of L.A., the fact that they are Moving on from Cody Bellinger and clearing space to get Aaron Judge, I think it's just going to be a matter of you know how much money I, they might just be like giving this, giving Aaron Judge a blank check. Honestly, that might be the case, but we'll see. In other news, if we get to the Mets side of things, so the Mets are hopeful of re-signing Jacob Degrom. I mean, he has every chance to stay in New York, and the Mets believe that they are his preferred team. But he's expected to have many suitors this winter. He opted out of his contract at the end of the season, and he is a free agent. So that's going to be a fascinating one. The Mets are considered to be the frontrunners, but they are also putting together a backup plan. If they do not get Jacob deGrom, Justin Verlander has emerged as a 
as a possibility, a prominent possibility for the New York Mets, according to a report by the New York Post. And I mean, that report cites a source saying the Mets are indeed considering Justin Verlander. Obviously, we know Verlander is is putting up big numbers right now. And pairing him with Scherzer would give them as good of a one-two punch when healthy as anyone, of course. Scherzer and DeGrom was supposed to be a great one-two punch, but injuries derailed that for the Mets. We'll see. In other news... The Angels have acquired Gio Urshela from the Twins. So the Angels bolstered their infield depth on this move here. They got Gio Urshela in exchange for a pitching prospect, Alejandro Hidalgo. It was a one-for-one swap between the Twins and the Angels. So this is actually the second consecutive offseason Gio Urshela finds himself on the move. You know, Minnesota acquired him alongside Gary Sanchez in the spring training blockbuster that sent Donaldson and... Isaiah Kainer-Falefa in New York. And, I mean, that deal was in large part about offloading the final three years of Donaldson's contract. But Gary Sanchez and Gio Rochella did play key roles on the 2022 Twins Club. But Gio, you know, he's going to give you solid numbers at third base. You know, in 551 trips to the plate, this year he hit 285 with 13 homers, 27 doubles. Very strong numbers. Very strong numbers. So he he broke out in 2019. You know, 2019 was when he broke out with the Yankees, and he's been really good ever since then. Ever since 2019, when he broke out, he's at 290 with a 336 on base, 40, 463 slugging in over 1,600 plate appearances. So I think it's fair to say that's who he is. Um, and if you look at his career numbers, they are weighed down a bit by his early career numbers, but. He's just been a, he's only been a full-time player since 2019. So I think we can expect pretty strong numbers from Gio. Expect him to hit at least 270, you know, 15 homers or so, you know, 25 doubles. I think that's, that's what you can expect from Gio Rochella. He had three wins above replacement last year. Very strong player. A 121 OPS plus. I can just keep rattling off these stats, but Gio Rochella is a strong player. Don't sleep on him. Great acquisition by the LA Angels. So. What else is going on? Well, what is happening in Baltimore, right? So the Baltimore Orioles ended up performing a lot better in 2022 than we expected. We saw Adley Rutschman make his way up to the big leagues and was the runner-up for Rookie of the Year. What is their plan for this offseason? I think the Orioles are going to take that next step now. You know, they're entering the offseason on the heels of their best year since 2016. They're definitely going to be looking to upgrade in the pitching department. Um, they're probably not going to be spending at the top of the starting pitching market, but they could be targeting like that second tier of arms, including guys like Jameson Tyone, Chris Bassett, Tyone Walker, guys like that. They're going to need more pitching. That group would definitely lack a clear ace, but Baltimore does have a top pitching prospect in Grayson Rodriguez, who's about to be called up to the majors. The only reason he wasn't in the majors this year was because of an injury, but he definitely could be on the opening day roster. If not that, then early in the season. And then after that, you know, the Orioles could be looking to target corner outfield, first base, and DH spots. And then you have a bunch of options there. Guys like Michael Brantley, you know, obviously Cody Bellinger, who we just talked about, Brandon Belt. Those could be some options there. Michael Conforto could be some options. So, you know, pitching and some corner bats, those are where the Orioles are probably going to need to upgrade for the coming season. 
because, you know, up the middle, they're looking pretty solid with Rutschman at catcher, Cedric Mullins in center, at the very least. You know, middle infield, they'll, they'll get, they'll get it, get by with what they have right now, but getting some corner bats will go a long way. So that's going to do for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Thank you.